and welcome back to the Engage A Podcast. Here by myself today, going to be talking about some NBA playing. I'm going to start off with this Heat and Hawks game. This, didn't watch too much of it, to be honest. This game was not close to for the majority. Hawks, they get to play the Boston Celtics now, which I think the Boston Celtics are a pretty good team. I mean, obviously, that's why they're the second seed. But I think they're one of the most loaded uh, in terms of talent, and they they could they can make a push for the finals. I mean, they made it last year. Seat team they get to play on Friday against the Bulls, which I'll be way more in depth about the breakdown of those. The other games that happened, considering I had my eyes on them way more than I did in this Heat and Hawks game, the Lakers and Timberwolves on Tuesday was a really good game. Carl Anthony Towns for the first three quarters just was a was a hooper. You know, wasn't there for a lot of for a big portion of the season, especially down the stretch. Probably why they're in this spot and that Rudy Gobert hasn't been the greatest impact. Wasn't in this game, and they took the Lakers into overtime, but they were up 15 points plus. And then I mean, LeBron. I mean, this he brought him back in. Anthony Davis was playing really good throughout the game. Dennis Schroeder was able to do things as well. I mean, this this Lakers team they're going to cause some problems for they play. They play the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, I mean, John Morant's in his own situation. They've had problems throughout the year, even with them being a second seed. It's it's going to be tough for the Kings to even really, not the Kings, the Grizzlies to even do much against this Lakers team because the Lakers have a lot of favorable matchups in that. I mean, who are you going to put on LeBron? You're going to have to put Dylan Brooks, probably. I mean, maybe Desmond Bain. They don't have a great, they don't have too many great wing defenders in that two to four range. Timberwolves also play the thunder on friday too and that matchup will be very interesting considering or not the thunder the pelicans no yeah the timberwolves play the thunder i don't know why this play is <laughs> super confusing uh i know let's look at the box score of this game anthony oh yeah let's talk about anthony edwards anthony edwards played absolutely horrible i remember he was like two for eleven in like the middle of the third quarter he ended up finishing three for 17 and mike conley ended up playing really well too that game shouldn't have even gone to overtime with that anthony davis foul but he was trying to be a hero and mike conley came up clutch honestly and knocked down a ton of free throws um i mean yeah that's that's gonna happen like i said anthony davis lebron schroeder Rui was good uh jared vanderbilt's been really impactful on the defensive side too so i mean you know why are they giving Wendy Gabriel minutes uh, in a play-in situation? I have no idea. Forget Max Christie's on the uh, on the Lakers. That Spartan seems going to be loaded next year. But yeah, I mean this this Timberwolves team didn't play bad except for their best guy, which was Anthony Edwards. And I mean, if you're the Thunder, as we wait for this to load, if you're the Thunder and you're not really. If you're really, you can't bank on Anthony Edwards having another game like that, to be honest. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Bulls and Raptors, this game was really entertaining to watch. Zach Levine was a great, amazing in the second half. Absolutely phenomenal. This Raptors team missed 18 free throws straight. Just a fun fact for you. Shout out to uh, DeMar DeRozan's daughter. She, she was probably the biggest impact in this game. DeMar DeRozan ended up having a pretty good game, too. But, I mean, Levine, Levine was the x-factor here and they're gonna they get a shot at uh get a shot at miami now which i think they could pick apart a little bit i don't think miami's been too great all season but i do think if they were to match up against the bucks i think the heat would have a better chance just because of bam out is going to probably be able to protect a lot better than vucevic 
So, I mean, you could put Patrick Williams on Giannis, but even then, I don't know. I mean, Patrick Beverly is going to put pressure on in the half court, but still, I don't I don't think they have the pieces necessarily to even compete against the Bucs. It would probably be a 4-0, 4-1 type of series. Raptors, Raptors, okay, here's my opinion on the Raptors. They're a very disappointing team. They got a lot of talent. I thought Scotty Barnes was going to be able to take another step this season, obviously. He didn't regress. He kind of just plateaued into where he was his rookie year, in my opinion. I know his numbers are very inconsistent. Gary Trent's not been the player that I thought he was going to be. Obviously, he did not do perform very well in this game either. You know, it's just really tough. Fred Van Lee, I mean, he's a good player. He's going to always be able to. He's put up some monster performances throughout the season. He played really well in this game too. I mean, they got the addition of Jakob Pertl at the trade deadline. They Everyone thought this team was going to compete, but they just have had problems all year. Pascal, I mean, he's a good player, but he he's also the leader of this team. And when he's the leader of your team, your ceiling isn't super high. And then OG, I mean, this guy was rumored to get traded in at the deadline i mean if you look at his efficiency in this game it was not not pretty whatsoever i don't think this i don't i don't know what to think of this raptors team going forward i don't know what they should do because they got they have talent but i feel like if they were to sell and maybe get something maybe restart a little bit build around scotty i mean this is only scotty sophomore year He's only 20, 21. I mean fred van bleet he's getting older pascal's getting older og's not necessarily a young player anymore you know, all these guys around Scotty Barnes. I think Scotty Barnes still has all the potential in the world, and he's a great all-around player. He's not necessarily going to be the best scorer on your team, but he does every he does every he does a little bit of everything for sure. So I don't know. Uh, it's tough, man. It's really tough to say. Really tough to think of this Raptors team, and then obviously the Pelicans and the Thunder played last night. Watched. Watch some of this. Lou Dort might be my favorite player in basketball. He got the assignment of Brandon Ingram. And I mean, Brandon Ingram obviously got his and he hit that one really cl close clutch three that was super contested last night. Shea didn't have the hardest start to the game either. And I mean, he ended up finishing with 32. He's going to be continue to be the all NBA player, hopefully. And hopefully they get to get a, I know they'll probably get walked by the Nuggets, but at least it'll be entertaining to watch this Thunder team. This Thunder team, they're, they're going to be, they have 15 first round picks in the next five years and they don't have Chet Holmgren either. Now, I don't know how much he would actually make an impact. Jalen Williams, I mean, he was not very good, but he's probably still going to be the rookie of the year. Josh Giddy had an awesome performance, a 30 point near triple double wasn't a complete triple double but you know it's really painful watching him play it's just how he plays his pace isn't the greatest he doesn't do too much with the ball but i mean he makes stuff work out there and that's that's all you need honestly this pelicans team it is tough because they don't got zion zion's still relatively young cj mccollum did not play well at all in that uh, fourth quarter stretch Brandon Ingram, I mean, I think he's one of the best scorers in the game, despite what the plus-minus tells you. I think he, honestly, he he's, he needs to go. He would be a great second, a great one-two guy. Like, if he were to go pair with a really good guard or a really good big, like, if you were to put him next to Jokic or something, Brandon Ingram would be awesome. But, I mean, that's kind of what they got Michael Porter Jr. for over there. But he's also a way better ball handler and playmaker than Michael Porter Jr. But Michael Porter Jr. is just the best three-level scorer in the league, and no one's going to tell me otherwise. Jonas Valanciunas played awesome in this game. He just kept getting hurt at points. But, I mean, he was able to get 18 boards in 30 minutes and be really efficient, too. So, that's nice. Herb Jones did a good job defending Shea. 
I mean, I don't know, man. This this Pelicans team, it's really tough because I mean they they don't have they don't have their best their quote unquote best player. I mean, I think I do think Zion is the best player on that Pelicans team. Is the best player since really the rookie his rookie year too. So you know, Pelicans are a good team, but they just they don't have they don't have their pieces. All right. So let's make this quick. It's going to be a quick episode. Just wanted to get something out, talk a little bit about hoops. Uh, all right. So let's start off with this first game. I have the Thunder favorited on NBA League Pass, which I don't even, I'm not even subscribed to League Pass anymore. I literally just canceled it the other day because all the playoff games are going to be on national TV. So there's no point. We got the Heat and the Bulls. Who do I think is going to walk out of this one? Okay. This is not who I think is going to walk out with it. Who do I want to win? I want to see the Bulls. The Bulls, the Heat have been like this eh, middle of the pack team, up and down, high and low. You know, not the most entertaining to watch. And they haven't really been good. When Kyle Lowry is your leading scorer against the Hawks, Kyle Lowry is not the same. He's not the Toronto Raptors Kyle Lowry. The Kyle Lowry that won a championship. Kyle Lowry that would get the first seed in the East with DeMar DeRozan you know it's just not that team I think Jimmy Butler is an excellent player and I think he's one of my favorite players to watch but the rest of this Heat team I guess Bam's good too this Heat team has not looked very good and well meshed together neither has this Bulls team but I think this Bulls team is more entertaining to watch they have they have the uh, capability of having better offenses and I mean they could catch a game from the Bucks. Maybe two. I, I doubt two, but they could for sure get one. I think that he would able to put a little bit more pressure on the box, but still, I want to see the Bulls win at the end of the day. That's just, that's just me personally. I love watching Zach Levine and watching uh, DeMar DeRozan. This team just gets buckets. They got a really fun. They got fun young guards and Kobe White. I mean, how is Kobe White that young? Io DeSumanu, Patrick Beverly's been a great leader for this team since coming from the trade deadline, and that's kind of why we're in. They're in this spot right now. And then the other two, other game at 9.30 on ESPN, we got the Thunder versus T-Wolves. We, we, can we all agree that we want to see the Thunder? Like, Timberwolves might match up well better against the Nuggets just because they got Rudy Gobert. But, I mean, his lateral quickness and his, you know, Jokic is probably going to take the ball on the perimeter. Are you even going to put Jokic on him? I mean, you could put Cat, but Cat's also not the best defender. I mean, if you really want to put, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think really any team matches up well against the Nuggets personally. <laughs> So, and I think this Thunder team's a lot more fun to watch. I mean, you got Giddy, Lou Dort, fucking Shea, you know, both the Jalen Williams. <laughs> I mean, they got guys off the bench too, like Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe can go get you a couple buckets too. So, uh, it's tough, man. But I, I want to see the Thunder win. They're one of my favorite teams. They've been my, one of my favorite teams since Russell Westbrook. You know, they're, they're kind of up right now. And the T-Wolves, I mean, I don't know. It's tough because Lakers – Really good defensive team. This Thunder team, I mean, they're the second youngest after the Rockets traded away Eric Gordon, so now the Rockets finished as the youngest team in the league. But I don't know, man. I would love to see this young and fun team get some playoff experience. I mean, they also have a ton of first-round picks next in this upcoming draft and upcoming drafts in plural. So, I mean, what's what's there much that they can lose? They have their guy in Shea. I think Shea could be the future of this team. And you just you just build this juggernaut because they're not going to be a team that goes and signs guys in the offseason. They're not the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Heat. You know, they're not these big market franchises. This Thunder is one of I'm pretty sure they're one of the smallest market teams in the NBA. So yeah, I mean that's all I got to say for the play in. 
Thank you for listening. And yeah, see you next time.